When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to New York. Attention fans, this is the Devil's State of Mind Podcast, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. Now here's your host, Neil Villapiano! Shout out to SeatGeek for sponsoring the Devil's State of Mind Podcast. I recently became a brand ambassador for them. SeatGeek is a ticket app that takes the confusion out of buying tickets. They out a 0 to 10 score on each ticket to know if you're getting a good or bad deal. Green means good and red means bad. Plus, my listeners get $20 off their first ticket purchase with my promo code Devil State of Mind. Again, my promo code is Devil State of Mind. Click the link in our social medias on our link tree to download the app and remember to use our promo code devil state of mind click the link in my profile slash description of anything that i have i'll have it on all of my links and once again shout out to SeatGeek for being the official ticketing app of the devil state of mind podcast a big shout out to our sponsors at N- Horns and Tail Napa Valley. Horns and Tail Napa Valley is the official wine club of the New Jersey Devils and a proud sponsor of the Devil's State of Mind podcast, allowing them to bring together two passions, hockey and wine, in an exciting and memorable way. They offer premium, limited production Napa Valley wines. They also have gift options for Devils fans. Their wine club offers a wide range of gift options, including individual bottles, curated gift sets, and exclusive merchandise providing the perfect present for any occasion. Every bottle was created by the team with their winery to honor the history and celebrate the success of the team. Their winery has worked closely with the team to create wines that embody the spirit and achievements of the New Jersey Devils, allowing fans to savor the memories and celebrate their team. Plus, Every purchase helps support the Devil's Youth Foundation. And if you want to get yourself a bottle of this delicious Devil's Wine, you go to Nap to Horns and Tail Napa Valley, use my promo code at checkout Devil State, and you can get 10% off your purchases. So once again, shout out to Horns and Tail Napa Valley for being the official wine sponsor of the New Jersey Devils and the Devil's State of Mind podcast. What is going on, Devils fans? It is, as always, your host, your best friend, your confidant, your number one source, Neil Villapiano, and welcome 
to another edition of the Devil's State of Mind podcast right here on the Hockey Podcast Network as well as Sportswire Radio. The best place to get everything you know, everything you need to know about your new Jersey Devils. As always, guys, I hope you are having a fantastic day wherever you're listening to this podcast episode. And thank you guys, as always, for taking time out of your day to check this episode out. You already know that I greatly, greatly appreciate it. And a little fun, uh, little fun information for all of you. I'm currently recording this podcast episode at my aunt's house way down in Vetner City, New Jersey, which is right next to Atlantic City. So you can take a guess that I'm well down in the South Jersey area, very far away from the Prudential Center and also pretty far away from where I'm originally living. Um, but I'm actually sitting on her back porch. Uh, the ocean is right next to me. There's a pool behind me right now. It's, uh, it's quite relaxing here. It's been really relaxing to do all my work and stuff in this house um, and just relax for this whole week. Um, just wanted to let you guys know, and I'm, I'm currently recording this outside. So if you hear any ocean noises or anything in the back, you know that uh, I'm doing this outside. First time I've ever recorded an episode outside. But now that we've gotten all, all of that out of the way, this podcast episode and everything we do here at the Hockey Podcast Network are sponsored, as always, by our wonderful friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. And sports fans, we are just about ready to get underway with the second part of the Major League Baseball season. The second half just finished up All-Star Week. So we got that going on. We have the Gold Cup in soccer currently going on right now. NBA Summer League, several major golf tournaments, and so much more. And with all of that going on, you already know the DraftKings Sportsbook is your number one destination to get in on all of the huge cash prizes. So if you want to get in on this action, go to DraftKings Sportsbook right now. Sign up. Use our promo code THPN. And as always, tell them that your boy, Neil Villa Piano sent you. As always, a big thank you and shout out to our sponsors over at DraftKings Sportsbook for being the official sports betting partner of the Hockey Podcast Network and the Devil's State of Mind Podcast. And as always, Devils fans, make sure to bet responsibly. And as always, a big shout out and thank you to our ticketing sponsors over at SeatGeek. And guys, if you want to get the best bang for your buck and really get the best offer possible for tickets on not just sporting events, but also on concerts and so much more, SeatGeek is the number one place, your number one destination. They rate their tickets on a 1 to 100 scale, also a green, red, and yellow, so you know that you're definitely getting the best offer and the best tickets overall for whatever you so please. And if you want to get $20 off your first purchase, Go to SeatGeek right now and at checkout, use my promo code Devil's State of Mind to get $20 off your first purchase. Again, promo code Devil's State of Mind. So shout out to SeatGeek for being the official ticketing partner of the Devil's State of Mind podcast. And last but certainly not least, shout out to Horns and Tail Napa Valley, the official wine club of your New Jersey Devils and the official wine sponsor of the Devil's State of Mind podcast. And if you want the best tasting wine from one of the best places, not just in the country, but in the world, 
I got a deal for you. You go to Horns and Tail Napa Valley right now and at checkout, use my promo code DEVILSTATE and you, my friend, can get 10% off your order. They have a boatload of selections of different wines out there for every single Devils fan out there and every single wine fan as well. So again, use my promo code DEVILSTATE to get 10% off your orders. So again, shout out to Horns and Tail Napa Valley for being the official wine sponsor of the Devil's State of Mind podcast. By the way, I feel like my intro has over time gotten longer and longer and longer. Uh, but as always, grateful for all of the sponsors. And we got more coming on the way, guys. I promise you that. But in this episode here, it's going to be a little shorter of an episode because we're mostly, pretty much the entirety of this episode is going to be talking about what we've seen so far for the Devils 2023 development camp, which is going on right now. Uh, the last day, I believe, will be Friday. Um, so they are approaching the end of it. We've just kind of more or less gotten through the halfway point. Just finished up the three-on-three -three tournament on Wednesday evening, and there's a bunch of guys that have really stood out so far that I want to talk a little bit more about. One of them just happens to be somebody the Devils just drafted a couple of weeks ago. So the way this episode's going to work is that we're going to start by basically giving you guys the roster and who's playing right now, and then we're going to talk about the guys that are standing out so far through this development camp. Three-on-three -three tournament, again, like I said, was Wednesday, and then they'll have a full-on scrimmage on Friday morning, which you can check out on the Devils website, New Jersey Devils or NHL.com slash Devils, and you can watch it along with myself. So, as always, guys, we have a bunch to get to here on the Devil's State of Mind podcast. So let's not waste any more time and get rolling. So let's get things rolling and drop the puck as, again, we will first talk about kind of what the roster is for this development camp. So 19 players on this roster were drafted by the New Jersey Devils. Five are part of the Utica Comets of the AHL, and nine players are just invites who are looking to try to make some noise, maybe earn a contract and, you know, obviously get their name out there. This week is featuring four goaltenders, 11 defensemen, and 18 forwards. So the full four goaltenders are Tyler Brennan, Cole Brady, Isaac Poulter, and Jakob Malik, all who are part of the New Jersey Devils organization in one capacity or another. Now let's go to the defense. The pilots, Velen, Spencer Cox, Ethan Edwards, Chase Cheslock, Tim Rigo, Luke Rowe, Seamus Casey, Charlie Letty, Brendan Fitzgerald, again the son of Devils GM Tom Fitzgerald, Santeri Hitaka, and Victor Herding. And then the forwards, which is probably, I think, for a lot of people would be the most intriguing. Lenny Haminaho, Andre Pesnika, Cole Brown, Peter Hauser, Cam Squires, Chase Stillman, Xavier Perrant, Samu Salmanen, Philip Engeris, Eric Middendorf, Artem Schlein, who actually was one of the first people we ever interviewed here on the Devil's State of Mind podcast, my first prospect interview. Make sure you go check that out if you haven't already. Yarmir Pitlick, Cam Recchi, who is the son of former Devil's assistant coach Mark Recchi, Timur Ibrahimov, Josh Filman, Will Deneen, who is the son of Utica Comets head coach Kevin Deneen, Luke Granger, and Owen Fowler. So that is the entire roster 
for this Devils Development Camp. And so when you look at it, I'm sure for a lot of you guys, if you're following the team uh, very closely, there's a lot of guys that you obviously um, recognize. Seamus Casey, I think, is probably the biggest prospect that is at this development camp. A lot of people were curious to know if guys like Luke Hughes or Simone Nemetz or even maybe a guy like Alexander Holtz was going to um, come over and be a part of this. Same thing with Tice Thompson as well. But the Devils said that all of those guys are currently in the middle of their offseason programs and are looking to compete for spots on the main roster once training camp gets underway uh, in September. So I think that's something to keep in mind that I think that those guys, they look at those guys and they say, we've already seen their development. We've already seen them a lot in person. We know what they're capable of. And now it's just about giving them the next opportunity, which is to compete uh, for a roster spot. So that's the way we look at it. The other thing I should mention as well is that Ethan Edwards and Chase Stillman both are not participating in any on-ice um, activities all off ice due to the both of them dealing with uh, recovering from injuries. Both of them should be pretty much healthy, ready to go once their seasons get underway, but they are still here regardless. And listening to Chase Stillman talk to the media, you know, he talked about how he wants to be more of a leader for the rest of the guys. He's been here before. He, he knows what the devils are expecting of him. And uh, look, say what you want about where the devils drafted him, you know, couple years ago, late in the first round and, you know, about the way that he plays the game. But this is a guy that I think long-term could actually be a productive player on our bottom six, a guy that can really be aggressive and, uh, you know, score a little bit here and there. So I think it's a guy that is definitely developing well. Ethan Edwards, again, another middle, middle round guy. Again, one of the handful of Michigan players that we have on the roster, along with a guy like Seamus Casey, which I think is good that some of the Michigan guys are playing together at this development camp because they can develop more chemistry for each other once they go back to the University of Michigan. And also they get to kind of grow together going through this entire process of uh, being with the Devils during this um, during this development camp. A couple other guys I mentioned before, you know, Cam Squires was drafted by the Devils this past year. Same thing with Lenny Haminaho and a couple of other guys. Uh, again, somebody somebody asked me before, why does Timur Ibrahimov sound familiar? He was actually one of the guys the Devils acquired in the Timo Meyer deal. A lot of people tend to forget that the Devils uh, acquired a handful of guys in that same uh, Timo Meyer deal. So that's, uh, that's something that I think people don't understand. Also, Santeri Hata. Hataka, I believe, um, is another guy that the Devils acquired in the um, in that same draft. Uh, sorry, in that same trade for uh, for Timo for Timo Meyer. A um, couple other guys. Victor Herding uh, is a guy that I really have liked and seen so far what he's been able to do overseas. I think he's played very very solid. Tapias Velen, I think, has the opportunity to be one of those big steals of the draft, of his draft class. And we'll talk about him a little bit more because he's actually stood out a good amount so far in this um, in this development camp. I'm excited to see Philip Hauser uh, as well uh, playing because the thing about Hauser is that I really like what he brought during the World Junior Championships for Czechia. And I think he could be another really sneaky, good player that we have. So, yeah, that's pretty much, uh, that's pretty much the... the the gist 
of the roster. Um, won't really change, obviously. And uh, again, this is from Monday, so it's already been underway, and it will conclude on Friday. So this is a early opportunity for Devils fans if you get a chance to go see either the three-on-three or you get a chance to um, see the scrimmage, which all of us will get a chance to do because they will show it on the Devils website, like I mentioned before. Um, you'll get a chance to see a lot of these guys, the future of this team. And I know, obviously, with the, the talented roster that we have right now, there's a lot to uh, be excited about. But there's also still a lot to be excited about with the young guys that we have um, in our system and guys that are competing for spots as well. So, again, that is the roster. And now let's shift over to some of the standouts we've gotten so far here in this development camp. New customers, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. Bet just $5 to score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the Hockey Podcast Network. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinem.org. In New York, call 877-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. In Kansas, call 8-1800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in West Virginia, gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly. In partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 21 plus or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. Max bet $50, 10 plus like required for one 100% boost. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.com, draftkings.com, slash baseball terms. So the first guy that has stood out and is a guy that multiple people have talked about is Josh Fillman, who the Devils drafted uh, back in the 2022 NHL draft in the sixth round, 166th overall. He finished last year with an amazing 47 goals and 75 points, which is tremendous, tremendous what he was able to do uh, with that Broncos team in the WHL. He also finished fourth overall in the WHL in goals behind Connor Bedard, who obviously had a phenomenal year, drafted number one overall by Chicago. He had 71. And two other undrafted prospects in Kai Uchayes, or Chises, I'm sorry if I'm saying that wrong, who had 50, and Jackson Berzowski, who had 48. So, you know, Josh Philman, who he talked about a lot, he wants to, you know, obviously him being a little undersized is probably one of the reasons why he fell as dramatically as he did all the way to the sixth round. But you know what? It's one of those things where it's beneficial to the Devils because he could become another major steal like a Jesper Brett. Philman uh, is a Winnipeg native, and... He had a huge game earlier this past season where he had a double hat trick. He scored six goals in one game, 
which stood out as probably the best individual performance of any player in the WHL this past year. And that includes, again, playing with the likes of Connor Bedard. Um, he was also um, named to the WHL's first all-star team alongside Broncos teammate and former first-round draft pick by the Penguins, Owen Pickering. He also signed a three-year entry-level contract with the Devils following his season in the WHL. So this would be, I think, technically his first year or, or his second year. I'm not sure how it works. Um, after the Broncos did not clinch a playoff spot, he actually got a chance to play uh, for a couple of games in the AHL with the Utica Comets. So that is, uh, it's good that he was able to play a little bit of professional hockey. Although he did say when he spoke to the media that he is planning on going back to the Swift Current Broncos in the WHL this season. Uh, so I think there's a good chance that after his WHL season, whenever it is, he may join the Utica Comets again and then start to really begin his career as a full-time pro. Uh, one, a couple of things that have stood out, uh, particularly back on Monday, he won his puck battles, controlled the puck really well. He appeared to be one of the better skaters on the ice, and uh, he was able to get a couple of really, really nice goals and showcase his electric wrist shot. So he's a guy that really can be one of those guys that uh, you don't expect to be much of anything when you draft him as low as he does. But if he's developed correctly and with what he was able to showcase in just juniors just last year, this guy long-term could be a tremendous steal in his draft. Um Again, like I mentioned before, he's um, Philman mentioned that he's going to be going back to Swift Current Pro, uh, Broncos. But the biggest thing that stood out is his physical appearance. He said that he added about 15 to 16 pounds to his frame, which brings him from about 160, 159 to 175 pounds, which again, a lot of people look at 175 pounds. It's not a, it's not, you know, the biggest thing they've ever seen. But I think for a guy like Philman, that was something he wanted to work on. And he's learning now also how to play in that body now that he's 15, 16 pounds heavier. But it's all about, it's all muscle, which is very good. So I think that that's a really big positive. He's continuing to work on his game, work on just every aspect, his form. And I'm really excited to see what he could do for an encore after a tremendous season last year in the WHL. So Josh Philman is the first guy that has really stood out to me so far in, in uh, this development camp. So the next guy that I want to talk about is somebody I just mentioned a couple of minutes ago when we were talking about the roster. And again, somebody that a lot of people don't know who exactly he is, is Santeri Hataka. Again, like I mentioned before, he was acquired in the Timo Meyer deal. He currently has one year left on his entry-level contract that he signed two years ago with San Jose. So after this year, he would become a free agent. Uh, and apparently, he has stood out a lot to one man in particular, and that is Devils GM Tommy Fitzgerald, according to New Jersey Hockey Now. Uh, apparently, Fitzgerald contacted his brother Scott Fitzgerald, who is the San Jose Sharks director of player personnel, uh, and asked him straight up, why they gave uh, Hataka to the Devils and saying, you know, this guy seems like he's the real deal. Like he's he's had a phenomenal camp so far. And granted, I mean, it's against other prospects, but still for a guy who is not considered to be a top prospect, as somebody who was just considered to be a throwaway in a, in a deal for a, a star player like Timo Meyer, to potentially get another guy that could really be impactful for this team long term is awesome. It's absolutely awesome. Uh, quote, I'm a fast skater, end quote. Hatak explains something he'll need to be if he's going to eventually fit into the Devils lineup. Quote, I'm a two-way guy that can play well in the offensive zone. 
I could skate out, guys. I'm a good passer, especially the first pass, and I focus on my end as well, end quote. So he does a lot of the simple things uh, right. And like you said, being a two-way player, you know, the more two-way players, the better. Uh, and definitely, like you said, you know, fast skater, something that the Devils pride themselves on. They really, really want to have as fast of skaters as possible. Hitako was drafted in the sixth round of the 2019 NHL Draft, 184th overall. He has spent the majority of his time playing in fin Finland's highest professional league, Liga, following his draft year. And at the 2020 Under-20 World Junior Championships, Hataka helped Finland capture the bronze as he was an alternate captain scoring a goal and an assist in eight games. So he has had success not just in the professional level, but also at the international level, which, again, is all the more better for his development. And, uh, again... He signed his ELC with the Sharks and then played in 41 games for the San Jose Barracuda in the, a in the AHL. He scored three goals, 12 points in that span. And he actually um, got his first playing time in the AHL just playing nine games for San Jose. So he does have a little bit of experience of playing in the NHL. The left shot defenseman made the Sharks opening night roster back in October of 2021. And even though he was a lineup block, Hataka made his NHL debut on October 30th against the Winnipeg Jets. He does have a couple of points to his name, I believe, two assists. So for him to have that experience, something that not a lot of the guys in this camp have, I think is really important for him. Gives him a little bit of an advantage, also allows him to kind of give a little bit of wisdom to some other guys. And he's still a very relatively young player, 22 years of age. So this is a guy that, again, he's under contract for the rest of this year. It's a good opportunity for him to play a full year at the Devils organization, see where he goes from there, and then kind of make the decision next offseason if they want to continue to keep him around. So it's somebody to keep our eye on, and certainly he's caught the eye of the general manager, which is the best guy you can get your eyes glued onto as possible. So good job by Hitaka, and we'll and we'll see how he continues to progress throughout this entire uh, development camp. So the third guy is somebody that has really intrigued a lot of Devils fans and has been talked about a bunch on social, and that is Topias Velen, the Devils' 2021 fifth-round pick, 129th overall. Velen's hard work was evident during this past season. He's six foot one, 195-pound uh, defenseman. He had nine goals and 17 and 17 points. In 41 games for the Pelicans in Liga, so another guy who's played over in Finland, playing a prominent role on their blue line. He also had four goals, five assists for nine points during the playoffs um, with uh, the Pelicans before they got knocked out. And following his season, Velen actually got a chance to go over and play uh, just for only a game because it was right at the end of the season, but still got to play in the AHL with the Comets um, during the um, playoff stretch. Uh it also, Velen did say that he is going to be back in Newark um, for training camp. So another guy that's going to get an opportunity to play some preseason games with some other NHL guys, get his feet wet with that. There's very little to no chance that he makes the roster this year, but you never know what could happen. But again, another guy, especially on the back end, that you just get excited about the potential that he can bring. A guy who could be a quarterback for the power play, really, really good in terms of blocking shots, and a guy who could set up guys very, very well. So I know that people look at the Devils' defensive core now and look at what we have in terms of other prospects and say, you know, he's going to be in a log game. And that may very well be the case. Look at Riley Walsh, who ended up getting dealt to a Boston a couple weeks ago. But, you know, you can never have too many good defensemen, right? And you never know when you're going to need them, right? You, you never you got to look at every guy and say, what impact can this guy bring? You can't just look at guys and say, 
well, we'll just have them, but they're never really going to play for us. No, you have to you have to evaluate every single player that you have on your roster, every single guy you have within your organization, and say, how can this guy help us? And I think this guy that could very well be a very dangerous, in a positive way, a very dangerous defenseman long-term, and a guy who has really played well so far, kind of looks like he's playing like a man amongst boys uh, so far in this development camp, but a guy that certainly uh, looks like he could be a really solid NHL defenseman um, for years to come moving forward. And we'll get a chance to see him again uh, once training camp gets underway uh, in September. So now let's talk about Seamus Casey. This is, of course, again, somebody we had to talk about, but he has stood out. He has stood out. He had a really good three-on-three tournament uh, on Wednesday, really played well, had a couple of really nice goals. Uh, He's the Devils 2022 second round pick, 46th overall. He had eight goals and 29 points in 37 games last year, playing alongside Luke Hughes, uh, Ethan Edwards, and the Michigan Wolverines. Uh, So he will be one of the veteran guys going back to the University of Michigan while his uh, teammate Luke Hughes will now make his transition to being a full-time NHL player. Casey is still just 19 years of age, and he made a hell of a lot of plays during uh, the Michigan Wolverines Big Ten Championship campaign last season, and he did particularly well in uh, in the Big Ten tournament. He was named to the Big Ten's all-tournament team. He had three goals and five points as he helped Michigan win their second consecutive Big Ten title. He was also named to the Big Ten all-freshman team at College Hockey News' all-rookie team. And his 29 points led all Wolverine defensemen in scoring except Luke Hughes for obvious reasons. So uh, Seamus Casey is a guy that a lot of people saw as a first-round talent. And they were very surprised that he was available in that second round. And remember, that was the same draft the Devils drafted Simone Nemetz. So you get a guy like the Mets and then a guy like Casey, two guys who could be super talented defensemen long-term on that back end in the first two rounds, that's a hell of a job. It's it's not as similar, but it's like when, you know, the, the Dallas Stars in 2017 drafted Miro Haskinen and then also drafted later on Jason Robertson. You have two major impact guys. That could very well be the case with both Nemetz and also Seamus Casey. And again, like I mentioned, Casey had a really, really good three-on-three uh, tournament on Wednesday, had a couple of really nice goals, played really well. And again, he's... a Another one of those veteran guys, because this is the second time he's gone to development camp, has a little bit more experience. He says he's trying to be more of a leader. A lot of guys are looking up to him and asking him questions. And I think that that's really important for somebody who's just 19 years of age, that younger guys or even guys that have never been to development camp before in New Jersey are asking him about what they're looking for and things like that. It'll help him become more of a leader once he goes back to the University of Michigan. I would expect Casey, this may be, probably be the last year for him. It might be the same thing that we saw with Luke Hughes two years, and then he goes off to play for um, the Devils or the Utica Comets. I think most likely he'll end up starting in Utica because sometimes with certain guys, Fitzgerald likes to start them, you know, in Utica and then work their way up like we saw with the Mets. But again, Seamus Casey, I think, is going to be an absolutely stud defenseman. I think he has a really good chance to compete for the Hobie Baker Award for College Hockey's Player of the Year this year. I think he's going to be a massive focal point for the Michigan Wolverines um, defensive core and the team overall, and I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do once, uh, once that season gets underway. And last but certainly not least, let's talk about the best last name of any prospect in the Devils organization right now, and that is the Devils' first Draft pick, 
of this past year, which we just talked about in the last episode. He was drafted in the second round, 58th overall. That is Lenny Haminaho. Again, absolutely tremendous last name. Uh, he's had a really, really strong camp. Particularly what stood out for him is his stick handling ability. He looks incredibly comfortable out there. He looks like that he wants to, he looks like he wants it. And if you remember in the last episode, I talked to you guys about how I was talking to a Did Asat win uh, fan page, which is the team that uh, Haminaho plays for um, over over in Europe. And he said that uh, Haminaho is dedicated to being a star player in the NHL. And for somebody that young to say that that's what they're working towards and everything, and even being, you know, great, he was second round, but still, I, I think... For me, it's just another one of those where I think the Devils saw something that maybe some other teams didn't. And I'm really excited to see what he can do uh, moving forward into Europe. Doing well, like I mentioned, the stick handling. He scored a couple of goals, including a penalty shot goal, which was nasty. And it's been blowing up all over Devils social media. Been showing it left and right. Just, you know, forehand, to, you know, backhand, forehand, back to, back to the backhand, back to the forehand. Deacon out the goaltender and scoring there on a penalty shot. And he helped. Uh, his team in the three-on-three tournament win. And uh, he said when he spoke to the media afterwards that obviously the goal is to win uh, the tournament and to obviously showcase yourself as best as uh, you can. And he feels like he has done that. And uh, luckily for him, he'll have uh, Thursday and Friday as well to continue to make some good impressions. But I think if you're the Devil's Brass and also fans, you got to like what you've seen so far from Hami Naho. He, he looks like a guy that really could be something down the road. So... All in all, those are the guys that have so far stood out, but there's a ton more opportunities for these guys to keep going, and we'll continue to see what these guys have in store for us over the next couple of days. But that is so far where we are here during the Devils Development Camp. And, uh, yeah, opportunity to get to see the future of your New Jersey Devils.